Welcome to the Runners Jam podcast, coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. I'm Condi Canudo. And I'm Sandy Canudo. And we're runners who love chatting all things running and triathlon. The Runners Jam is a place where we can share stories, encourage each other, and most of all, continue to build great friendships. So if running's your thing, then the Runners Jam is for you. So what do you think of the intro? Yeah, yeah pretty that's, good. That's pretty yeah, cool, isn't it? Pretty cool, man. <laughs> John, that's the first time you heard it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really liking that intro. It's starting to grow on me. I think this is the third time we've used it. So yes, I'm really starting to like it. I hope you're liking it out there as well. So welcome to the Runners Jam, boys. Isn't it great to be here on a Saturday night? Um, so we can... Um, Talk all things running. Well, not just all things running, but, you know, all things associated with, with running and cycling and, you know, all the stuff that we do in our spare time <laughs> and how we juggle this sort of um, notion of what we're doing with our, you know, running and exercise and uh, our responsibilities with work and family life. So it's great to have you guys here with us. Um, look, the great thing about it here in, in Brisbane, southeast Queensland, we are definitely coming into our running season, aren't we? Um, Beautiful weather. Especially with uh, the winter coming along. So it's great to see a number of event, events that are happening here in southeast Queensland. The great thing about living in Queensland at the minute is that our COVID restrictions have really well eased haven't they um so it's making it a lot easy for us to get together as runners and do these events so park runners has been back for the last few months so that's really exciting and um you know here at our local park run um, we were there this morning al weren't we yep. underwood yep that was a great run john wasn't no love the weather <laughs> show. john's a no-show i'm no-show <laughs> to the end of september now <laughs> Soccer season, that's me, done. And that's it. That's about how we sort of balance this sort of that's family it. responsibilities yeah. and our, you know, and what we like to do within our running uh, running commitments. Uh, where were you this morning? Did you do you park um, one? No, I uh, went out and did a trail run this morning. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I did a trail run. Yeah. In Daisy Hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missing the trails, so I needed to get a trail run. Yes, we love so, our trail yeah. runs, don't we? So. Yeah. Great to see um, the Southeast Queensland trails happening as well throughout this year. So that's um, exciting to see. So if, if any of you guys out there listening to us are uh, looking at doing any of these events, let us know. Drop a line to us in the comments. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to catch us on social media, um, hit us up on our Facebook page. We have got a... Um, a public Facebook page now, so you can hit us up on our Facebook page. So just search for Runners Jam, and we're also on Instagram as well for all your Instagram freaks. What a person! <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's really exciting to be on all these social medias. Yeah. And if you want to check us out on the web, uh, it's um, www.runnersjam.com.au. Wow, even a domain name. Yeah, there's, we've got the domain. Is that name. live? <laughs> Is that actually live? Yes. Yeah. By the time this podcast, <laughs> by the time you're hearing this podcast out there, listeners, there will be content. We'll be live. There will be content up there for you to look Very at. Very good. Wow. <laughs> John will be on the front. Be <laughs> so definitely, uh, you know, definitely hit us up on our and our socials and um, get in contact with us. Yeah, we love to hear from you. We'd love to know what um, how you're going with your training and your running as well. Um. But before we start, I want to introduce you to our panel today. It's been a long time coming, boys, isn't it? We've been trying to get the four of us together. Oh, I don't know, for the last probably 
Let's talk about it before we even started the podcast. <laughs> it, seems like, it seems like we've been trying to get together for the last probably two or three months. Um, but it's great that we actually are, got this opportunity to get together and talk all, all things running. Uh, on my left-hand side, I've got Alan Uzarovic. Alan, great to have you here with us. Thanks very much, Condi. Um, we've got John Newen. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I just want to say thanks to all of you guys to accommodate me. <laughs> yes, I'm probably the real problem here, finding time. But you're allowed to have a birthday. It's good. It's good that yet. it's good that we finally come together. Yeah. And I want to thank Condi for sending it all up. I <laughs> no, guess as well. John. And and finally we've got Alan Scanlon as well. Hey Alan, how are you? Hey everyone. Okay. Oh, thanks, John, for showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly didn't happen. <laughs> yes, this was a long time coming. <laughs> I was already last week, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Al. You, you, you pulled out. <laughs> so it's really great to have us all here tonight. Well, it's, it's out tonight. So whenever you're listening to this, it may be the morning or afternoon or whatever. But, yeah, great to have you with us. Um, look, I, I think let's let's start off, Al, with you. Pad, how and when did you start running, Al? Um I guess just I'll take the story back a little bit further. I guess, you know, as a youngster, I didn't ever run. You know, I was still, I was a ball sports guy. So touch footy, indoor cricket, you know, soccer, tennis, anything that involved the ball. And I kind of uh, looked down on non-ball sports sports. Um, <laughs> and then I guess uh, age took its toll and I started getting like Achilles issues back in like mid-2000s. And I basically just stopped doing anything and, and ballooned weight and all that sort of stuff. Um, then 2013, you know, everyone happy and I, I got myself a bike and started getting fit and, you know, riding, lost a few kilos. And after a couple of years and, and seeing a podiatrist and getting orthotics and stuff, I noticed like, oh, what, those Achilles issues aren't really there anymore. So 2015, about six years ago, um, when Carmen and I were um, in Adelaide heading to the Barossa, she was like, why you try a park run? So I gave a park run a crack and, you know, just paced myself and uh, – Got it done and, yeah, it was like, oh, wow, where's this going to lead? So um, 29.40 was the time. So I was pretty pretty wow. happy. 29.40 for your first yeah. run? For the first one and I oh couldn't gosh. walk for three days afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it was like all sorts of muscles and stuff that were just not used for, you know, 10 years kind of thing. So, um, yeah, that's that's how I got started running and then just went from there and got, you know, did Wishart Park Run a couple of weeks later, yeah. 27 and a half. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, and then it. Yeah, slowed down. <laughs> that was kind of, you know, the first one was like a slow, just make it, and then the second one was like a given it sort of um, attempt. Um, so, yeah. That yeah, was, that's a great yeah, journey, Jim. Yeah. That's so, a great journey, Al. And then, and then it's just been year on year just trying to, you know, get better, do different things, that kind of thing, and then I guess tried my first half marathon in 2017. And how'd yeah. you go with that? Uh, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I think I did 155 for my first half marathon. Um, That's amazing too. So, yeah, down so we're dealing with some elite runners here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Talented runners. Talented runners. That's, That's right. Not if you've seen me run, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can move the legs quickly, but it's not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, John? What, what sort of got mm. what got you into I mean, running? Or you? I'm going to say Alan, I can hear Alan's story. I was not really interested in running mm. as such, especially distance, like sprinting. That was definitely that was thing. my thing. Yeah. But ball sports was the was the thing. Like, yeah. you know, soccer, AFL, yep. uh, volleyball, basketball, tennis, anything with the ball, bat, I was keen as. Probably, you know, I've done like, I've done a couple like the Bridge to Brisbane over the years. Yeah. 
Um, but probably the running journey didn't really kick on until I think I think when we had Charlie basically when Ange yeah. was pregnant. Yeah, which, I yeah, think yeah. that was the that was the game changer. It was like probably Ange pushing me to go like, oh, like, I'm not going to training anymore. Why don't you go? And <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So, yeah, so I reckon like, yeah, from the Tuesdays and Thursday train, that's when I really like got kicked into it. Yeah. Um, and then COVID hit. And so last year was probably my, my big solid year of running. Um, never really done like those big events, like those, those half marathons or marathons itself. But we did that. We did that wish out one. We did that wish out one. That was really cool. But, yeah, it was sort of like a COVID thing. Yeah, it was a, it you was, know, yeah, so, yeah. so sort of it wasn't did, a did a run event. and I didn't do the virtual like yeah. GC, yeah. but I just did it. Alan ran with me probably that first time. half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> 21.0 kilometers. It's 21. And if you do 21, it's not then you're doing marathon. it again. <laughs> 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 so that, if you do 21 and you don't get your badge on Garmin, there's a problem here. <laughs> You're doing it the next day. <laughs> but we did it. We did we it. Did and it. I did. And I did. I think it was under one. one I think it was a 154. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's great. So this year has been a bit harder, you know, work and stuff like that. But you still got that desire. I, I've sort of just yeah. got to get back into yeah, it and it stuff is. like yeah. that. But um, yeah, mainly, I guess at the end of the day, it was like fitness and training. Yeah. I've always liked to be fit and, yeah. and do that sort of stuff. So I think that was the motivation well, to get back into it again. John is a physio for those um, and podcast listeners. So um, it's great having John with us, <laughs> you know, in the jam because, you know, a lot of us go to see John for um, physio work. So it's so great to have you without us having to pay him. Yeah, I know. Usually that's what we have to pay him just to see him. Just to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the beers with you to the physio. <laughs> Business-wise, how shrewd is he joining a running group? Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> you should see We're the park runners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just got yeah. an injury? Someone yeah. sees my car. That's fine. Yeah. 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 Now, what about yourself? What got you involved with running? You've got a great story, haven't you? Yeah. I, well, I think so. Um, I mean, I, listen to the guys. Ball sports was my thing. Mm. Um, if I could play it on on the play, PlayStation, you know, I was really into those ball sports. <laughs> 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 Not getting off the couch, playing FIFA, <clears throat> playing basketball, whatever I could on the on the PlayStation was me all the way up. And um, I mean, I, I was never never really a sporty kid all the way through. Um, I I remember high school doing the cross country, and I resented the fact the school actually made us do it, and I walked the whole thing. And the whole school, I think I was in year nine, so we were like second to leave in the in the group. And the whole school was literally waiting for us at mm. the end and they had to delay the, the the prize giving and all that type of stuff for me to finish. <clears throat> Through high school, I was never below, I can't remember being below 100 kilos. And probably about seven years ago, after, having, after being married for a little while and my wife should always be concerned that I'd have some heart attack and die on her and all that type of stuff, so... Weight was one of those things and I think I ballooned out to about 140, close to 150 kilos and I found a, <clears throat> a study that um, was the shortest period of exercise to reduce the risk factors for heart disease. <laughs> um, really long to say but there was no weight loss in it or anything like that. Mm. Um, and I just did probably did the bare minimum for the first eight weeks and in that eight weeks I'd lost eight kilos and thought that was the most weight I'd lost without having, actually mm. having to do anything. And... Um, I said, oh, cool, there's something something to this. So then I just put everything into it and uh, 
went hard and by the end I'd lost 53 kilos or something. What year was that, Al? I can never remember the year. I think it's seven years ago seven now. Seven years ago, yeah. So it took me a year to lose that 53 kilos, but part of that, the 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 um, the study went for 16 weeks and then I just kicked on after that doing the stuff and then part of it was parkrun. Mm. Um, not part of the study, but after that I found parkrun and mm. just ran on that and just kept going. But I was really intermittent, you know, like I'd go, kids had football, they were all – but um, running was still a fair – fair part of it but not with a group or anything like that um mm. and it was then i decided to ride to work um which my wife thought i was crazy and it was about 18 k's or something like that but it was something that i knew because i'd been running every i'd run every day of the week about 10 k's and doing about 80 k's a week um running for a while there um and then just it's sort of unsustainable with with legs and all that type of stuff mm. and injury so that's why i picked up the bike and just started riding that and then um, I did, I did a, like the MS ride, 100Ks or something, a few of those, and 100Ks just didn't seem too much of a challenge at some point after a while, which sounds really odd. <laughs> so, but, um, it's still a challenge. Does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, it, you know, looking back at it now, it's still a challenge to do 100Ks, but it's just one of those things you sort of go, oh, it's 100Ks, I've done that. It's, yeah, I need right. something. And there isn't much more out there in cycling events apart from where at the moment we can afford to do or with time. Pressures and all that type of stuff. We mm. can't go on one of those big rides for three days and just mm. ride or do something like that. So there's not many of them out there. So you just sort of go, what can I do? So, yeah, I decided to do a marathon. And I always joke that, well, it's not really a joke, but if I probably had to known how much work was involved in doing a marathon, I wouldn't have done it. But I'm glad I've done it. What year was that? I did my marathon the same year you did your half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2019, yeah. was that? Yeah, yeah Sunshine mm, Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So um, what was that time, Al? That was like three. 30 odd eh? that was just amazing time. Yeah. I can't remember. It was around 3.30, but yeah. oh, I can't, you know. I mean, like, wow. I look back now and just go, far out, that was weird. I mean, like, I think I did that the Gold Coast half that year and it was about 1.30, 1.35 or something like that. So, but, yeah, I, like I look and it's just weird to think that I can do that type of stuff because I'm still not a small guy compared to some people. I'm still just under 100 kilos, but. You know, but I you're can, the fastest out still, of all of us. Yeah, I can still your class is elite now, man. Your class is elite. <laughs> yeah. Not only running, but cycling and probably Just swimming. elite athlete now. <laughs> He's no. referred to at our house as superior. <laughs> 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 Even the weight loss. Like I, I lose 25 kilos, he loses 53. You know, like and he's faster in the riding, he's faster in the running. <laughs> You can like we look very similar. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all right. We can mix each other up. Yeah. Well we'll refer to Alan now as superior. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm comfortable with that. I don't I, I don't like to think that I'm better than anyone else or do anything like that. But um, I mean it's it's the fitness that I enjoy. Yeah, and, you're you're super fit. You know, I love that. And it's fantastic to see where you come from to where you are now. It's just amazing. That's cool. And mm. I have to thank the guys in the group and, and all that type of stuff because you know, everyone keeps you out there. You know, different motivations, it changes. But just yeah. the fun that we have together is a big part of it. Yeah. And to some degree, I was sort of similar to all these, you know, I enjoyed the ball sports as well, probably football, as in rugby league and cricket. Cricket was my thing because I wasn't getting big enough, you know, as I grew. You know, I didn't grow really. So, um, but yeah, still the, the ball same sports. Age he was. Still <laughs> the same age he was in primary school. <laughs> but I enjoy. I, I ran. I only ran because you know you just that's what you did. You know, at, at the athletics at school. So you know, fast enough to win, but not really, not really into distances. I never could really do distance. So uh, it's only until I met Sandy that I actually started going to park run. 
So I remember the first park run I did here at Underwood, I think my time was 43 minutes. I can't believe, Alec, that's why I can't believe that you did a sub 30. Yeah, on your and it was first from the cycling one. fitness. That's, you know, that, that, that's my only explanation is this, yeah. I just, it just showed to me how, how unfit I was when it comes to distance. Short distances, I could, you know, no problems, but the longer distance I struggle with. So, so that was really my sort of introduction into this sort of notion of long distances. And, um, you know, ever since then, um, you know, meeting you guys has been a real advantage when it comes to, you know, getting in the, into the running, in the running group that we, there's some, the running group that we sort of started here at Underwood and we're all part of, which is fantastic as well. So it sort of comes to the next point and we probably <coughs> touched on it to some degree as well. You know, how do we really balance this sort of work-life balance? You know, we've got responsibilities, you know, we all have children. Well, our children are probably bigger than your children, but you know we all have all have families, we all have wives, we all have children that we have to look after. How do we sort of balance this notion of sort of um, you know wanting to achieve our goals when it comes to our own sort of running, cycling, swimming, whatever, and sort of fitting the family in? You know, John, you mentioned it. You know, you can't come to park run now because you got soccer on Saturdays. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think for me, the the most important thing is just being flexible yeah. and and versatile. Uh, yeah, I can have a structured plan and know exactly what we're going to do. Um, but I think uh, Ange and I, we're just really flexible <laughs> in what we're wanting to do. So uh, we both, the, the hard thing also with, with, with us is we've got the business. Yeah we both want to do the same thing yeah, as well. Yeah. So, and now it's, it's a bit more trickier now, yeah. especially this year because we've got Charlie and, and he, he's pretty like, he's starting to get pretty independent. Yeah, and so yeah. now Ange can sort of come back to training. So, so I think, I think it's a bit of give and take really. Um, at the end of the day, my thing is I just want to keep fit. I just want to be healthy. Yeah. Um, I don't sort of set like massive goals that I, I need to, achieve i think my goal is just to maintain consistent health and consistent fitness that's all so so i just want to run a couple of times a week go for a <laughs> ride and stuff like that but it, it's it's difficult it's 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 really difficult yeah. but um i always think you know like i always think to myself if i can't do it then I always have in my mind that I'm probably going to make it up sometimes yeah. later. But I never try to, like, say, if I've got three ones and I want to do it each week, I never say, okay, if I, if I can only fit in two runs, I'll never go and go, okay, I've got to do four runs the next week. That yeah. doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, I just want to just be consistent, really. So mm. this is harder as well with the business and stuff like that, just – COVID and staff, you know, there's just a real staffing type yeah, of shortage. Yeah. So, so I, that's why you probably didn't see me a lot on the cheeses <laughs> and Thursday for one, and I've just sort of come out of my shell and, and coming back in um, as such. So you weren't on the Facebook page. That's what. Eh? He wasn't on the Facebook page. So he had to come back. <laughs> and get every time I come photos. back, I get onto the Facebook page, and once I'm on the Facebook page, I'll take a month off <laughs> and do my own thing. Um, but yeah, but even if I'm not running with you guys, I just go and try to do 
yeah, my own thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, own thing. So that's 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 yeah. it. Like I just I mean, your absence is noted. Hey, your absence is noted. Yes, and do. then we I know, every time I rock group. back up to training, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we get a lot of crap for it. I think you you have like younger children as well, so yeah. that's that makes yeah. it more challenging for me. Uh, yeah, my children are like nine and twelve, so they're a pretty good age. They're not yeah. not old enough that they can be at home by themselves, but you know, yeah. it's you know less less. Oh, definitely, for you. and. And I get that because, you know, like it's harder now with, with Charlie now. Yeah, like it he's, is. he's young, but like at nine and 10, seven and eight, they're at that age that they can actually go for a run with you yeah. as well. So yeah. you, you can incorporate that. So that's the that's yeah. other challenging bit yeah. of it all. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's a short term. It's only a short term yeah. thing anyway yeah. at the end of the day. So you get it. You gotta enjoy the kids while they're there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's a good strategy too. When it, you know, for others to sort of learn from, is to get the kids involved with what you're doing that's as it, well. That's it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, like, I got no excuse. I could put Charlie into a pram and <laughs> and, and go, but it is trickier. It is mm. trickier with his, I guess, schedule and stuff like that, and when he eats, and when he sleeps, and stuff like that. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, now you, you were saying too, you, your kids are a little bit older, which is great, and but you know, both you and Carmen are very. You know, active runners as yeah, well, aren't yeah, you? So, yeah, how do you sort of balance? You know, who goes you know early in the morning or who goes in the afternoon? And um, we we tend to like plan it out kind of thing over the week. We we know what days are ours. Like, yeah. you know, I have a day. Like, she doesn't want to go out on Sunday. She wants to sleep in Sunday, so that's my day, sort yeah. of thing. She actually wants me out of the house on a Sunday. <laughs> get out! <laughs> I don't want you making noise. Get out! Had enough. Uh, yeah. you I'll get out. Yeah. So Saturday is her day. If I can wrangle my mum to come babysit, then I get the day as well. But otherwise, I'm I'm at home with the kids. Um, then other days, you know, we sort of alternate and you know just make it work. So I might you know go to the gym early in the morning um, on days where she's going to run. Um, I might do riding to work to keep active, yeah. that kind of thing. So that's really useful as well. Um, yeah, and then you know she'll go to gym at work and things like that on days where it's my day, like maybe a Tuesday mm. when I do mm. runners' jam. So mm. yeah, so. And Al, you know your kids are, as an Alan Scanlon, yeah. your kids are quite active as well when it comes to their own sort of um, sport, isn't it? You know, yeah. with swimming and. I mean, I'm fairly like mine's a bit easier to, than you guys because my wife doesn't want to run. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not that she doesn't want to. Love you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she has reasons why she can't run. Um, and so I, we don't have to juggle that type of stuff. But, um, I mean, it wasn't – I just found I became an early morning person. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you have to. You, just, you have like, to. If you're a runner, you have yeah, to be an early yeah. morning person. I think. If, you, if, you, if you want to get your exercise in, I mean, like I'm up 4.30, 5 o'clock most – most mornings. Yep. The thing that kills me by the end of the week is the fact mm-hmm. that I can't go to bed before 10 or 11 o'clock at night. So Are you kidding me? <laughs> five, five or six hours sleep at the most. By the time you get to Sunday, you're a bit, you're a bit, you're a bit done and dusted. Mm-hmm. But um, involving the kids yeah. is a big one. Um, I mean, I, and the hard thing for, not the hard thing, but the my two boys, one's a runner, one's a rider. Yep. One doesn't want to touch, a, touch the running. One isn't really a bike rider either. So, mm-hmm. um, so we mix them up, you know, park runs Leo's day. Yeah. And then um, Sunday we'll go up for mountain bike now and that's Finn's day, so he comes with us. So that gives us something to bond over and all that type of stuff. Mm. And I just have to get my daughter into something. Can't do art though. <laughs> She's doing heaps already. She does Oh, heaps. I mean, they, they, they all do you know, heaps. They all swim pretty much three days a yeah. week. Yeah, they're all great swimmers too, aren't so, they? Um, and it's, it's, it, I mean, that makes it more enjoyable when you see the kids improve um, doing their stuff as well. But I think you, um, 
I mean, for me, I know that I'm a brilliant husband. <laughs> mm. I've heard. Um, yeah. I've heard. I've and heard so, that. That, <laughs> so that my wife lets me go out and do stuff? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you have to just help out, you know, as well. Like it's not, you know, you do those things around the house so that you sort of burn your brownie points so you yeah, can go and do stuff. Course, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is we notice because you go out really early in the morning and do your ride mm. and I always felt like, oh, God, it's been so long since I've been out. Like I've been out and you come home and you're apologising for being out and all that type of stuff. They go, I've been up for 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and you go, oh, okay, but you're still apologising for not being home and all that type of stuff when you feel like it's been ages because yeah. it's been four-hour ride or something like that. And they go, hmm. You're just no, a caring right. person, mate. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's but, it. Yeah. Yeah. Nurse, but that's yeah. good. That's you're using nurse. your time efficiently. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's a winner in that sort yeah, of sense yeah. as well. So, um, yeah. But you know, you know what's really cool? That's so hard just to do. Like, probably not for Condi and Sandy. <laughs> it's just like I love like just running with, with Ange. You know, yeah. like I just love running. Love just that. You know, it doesn't happen often, but when yeah. it does, it's like just... Like it's cool, yeah, and I think it's because of the fact that you just don't do it often. Yeah, it's yeah. really rare. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. really rare. It's, it's funny, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah. But, yes. yeah but Carmen yeah. and I went for a trail run recently. It was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just really rare. I thought that was she sucking up, John. Ange knows I'm awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's faster out of you and Ange anyway? Ange. I think Ange yeah. is just more than she's always been that natural she's runner. Natural she's got runner, that yeah. natural build as as that runner. Um, she doesn't make any effort. Like it looks like no effort. I yeah. passed her this morning. I'm like, oh, yeah, God. exactly. She's like, yeah, Carmen's the same. She's yeah. got such yeah. a yeah. lovely running style, hasn't she? She does, and yeah, yeah hard to keep up with when so, I'm not in shape. So <laughs> jealous of those people. <laughs> so Al, um, your kids, do you struggle to get them to do sport? You know, running, riding. Is it always a challenge? I know it certainly has been for us and our kids um one is more you know predisposed to it than another but yeah i mean finn to get him to come to park run is just ridiculous leo wants to do it leo is very um goal oriented and he wants to get his hundred so he's like coming along and yeah i mean he's he i mean i'm surprised at how fit he is as well so like he did that today and then went out and ran a full game of afl pretty much um and his coach just mentioned to go god really i ran you know, so it's sort of like. No, he's super fit, eh? And yeah. then he, he, he did pretty yeah. well in that cross country. Yeah. He, he won that. He won, didn't he? Yeah. So that was impressive. Mm. And so, I mean, it, 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 like I said, it's nice to see them improve. Uh, I did struggle with Finn and just trying to find something that he was really involved with. But once we did, like, got the riding and stuff, then he's like, yeah, cool, let's go. The mountain Man's biking. That's yeah. yeah. And I feel bad that we can't take him out a little bit more because <laughs> just bike riding doesn't work sort of every day because he's yeah. out of school and stuff. Yep. And then we did try riding to school, but he just sort of, he was too tired. It's like, <laughs> uh, like getting him home and he's like smashed, not able to do homework and all that type of stuff. So we just, it's just trying to be flexible. Like, like John said, flexible, whatever you can get them to do. Because I think, you know, looking at my journey, <clears throat> if I had have had that stuff earlier in, 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 in where in life and doing the exercise, I wouldn't have been anywhere near it was. And so I'm trying to get that stuff where I don't care what the kids do, mm. but as long as they're doing something mm. and if they can do it on a regular basis, I know that I miss the running or riding or whatever I'm doing if I don't do it for a couple of days mm. um, and I just have to do it. Otherwise, I'd start to go a little bit crazy. Well, not crazy, but yes, crazy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. That's the word. Um, yeah, you just you just really really need it, and so I'm just trying to get them to that stage that that's how they feel, so that they stay more active. Because I don't want them in that place. But um, yeah, you just got to find out what they love. 
or what they're really interested in. Yeah. And I mean, don't push them too much. You know, I never push the boys. Mm. And if they don't want to come out, they don't want to go out. You go, yeah, fair enough. Oh, that's it. I mean, they're they're always going to be busy. Yeah. So, you know, rest is underrated. So if they need it, if they show it, I will sort of push it, I guess, encourage it. But I think, like, the personalities are the thing that's big, like – I could, like you know, I see yeah. it with my kids mm. and, and trying to sort of work with their personalities and, and work that angle um, really sort of gets them motivated. Like, you know, like Ollie's a bit more passive. He's like go with the flow type of person. So if you motivate him, if you prod him, he that that gets him going. Yeah. Yeah. But Lucy, she just – she's got that like – killer type of instinct. <laughs> she doesn't like, yes, competitive. She doesn't yeah. like anyone being better than her. So, yeah, nice. <laughs> so, so if you push Oliver, you're inadvertently just going to push Lucy yeah, yeah, to do yeah, even better. Yeah. So, so yeah, so it, it is, it is definitely the person because I can see when we go for uh, like rides, mm. you can see Finn's just a lot more excited on the bike and you can see Leo's just like, just enjoys park run a lot more yeah. as yeah. such. So, yeah. As I said, that's where like our the running group has been really good for the boys. I think like well, one Finn we're riding now and doing yeah. the trails on a on a you know some days with the boys, but in park run when Leo wasn't like when I was training for the marathon, I was obviously away faster and doing stuff. Mm. So I could go along one week and leave Leo with a friend because he wasn't quite eleven and with one of the running group and they'd run yeah, with him. Exactly. But they'd also do enough to push Leo on or give him a hard time or something. <laughs> and he's like staring him up. Come on, John, I'm faster than you. Are you going to beat me this week or something like that, you know? Yeah. And it, uh, and, have, yeah. Yeah. And it sort of like let them, um, it gave them a goal as well, someone to look up to and yeah. someone to look at that wasn't so far beyond that they couldn't reach that goal. You'd go, see that one there? You can beat that person there. Run with that. Like I wasn't, I wasn't I'm pointing at John, but... Yeah, that no, person there in the group. Well, yeah, we we're always pointing at John. But, you know, you knew someone else that was running sort of around what they were trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah. And you could go run with them and yeah. try and beat them or see that person there. We're going to try and beat that person this week. Yeah. And it sort of you knew from <clears throat> our group who was running mm. what sort of speed and all that type of stuff and or who the, and you trusted every single one of them to run with your kid or do whatever. Yeah, and that's really They're going to look after them, which which really like made park run so much easier to go to and, mm. and other events. And that's, you know, that's the, uh, you know, the advantage of this notion of community mm. and how we sort of, you know, like uh, look after each other. Yeah. <laughs> and our kids. Our experience with parkrun with our kids has been traumatic. <laughs> 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 Honestly, like, like they've generally just whinged and it's been a nightmare, you know, and we've given up after a couple of kilometres um, until recently. So Addison, our youngest one, she's nine. She just had some success in her cross country. and. Oh. So we, yeah, she's come fourth in the school, oh, and then and then got to, to the districts and got tenth. So Jesus she's actually right. made it to the zone. Gee, so excellent. So without any training, so she's got like mum's gift. Yeah, um, mum's gift, definitely. <laughs> um, so we signed her up to like the Flying Eagles sort of running club, and now she's like keen to do park runs. So I did one with her a couple of weeks ago, and it was her first like full five kilometres. Uh, did it in like thirty-two minutes, which is good. That's great. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's finally happening. Um, wow. Lachlan, on the other hand, he he did one a, a few years ago, um, and he did it in thirty two minutes as well. Don't know how. And then He's ever, quick as well. <laughs> and, then, and then ever since, can't get him under forty. Can't. <laughs> but you know what it was that motivated him? It was Robux. So you know the Roblox. You know. Oh the, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it was like an incentive scheme at, at that time, and he showed what he can do when he's motivated. 
you know, financially. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and ever since it's just, you know, yeah, crazy. I tell you the story. I took Finn park running once. I think it was probably our second or third time. And Finn's like, I wouldn't have taken him. And he, he was up, ready to go. And he's like, yeah, cool, let's go. Yep, yep, I'm going to take. And then we're like, we hit the 3K mark. And Finn just gets to a point where he's like, oh, why did I say I'm going to do this? And then he just starts crying and I'm going. <laughs> and he, he, like, I knew he could do it because he'd done it once before. And he'd, he'd run the whole way. And anyway, so we said, come on, mate, you can do it. I'm encouraging him along. And he's, I don't, I don't want to do this. And just crying. And I'm in behind him with my hands out, just pushing him. <laughs> come on, you can do this. And I'm not saying <clears throat> push your kid, but I just, yeah, like, I, I knew, well, but I knew we could do it. Yeah, you knew we could and do it. And I yeah. know what Finn's like in terms of he gets to a point and he, he just, like, everything, dramatizes everything. And it's so yeah, much worse yeah, than yeah, what it yeah. actually is. And he, he can make it 10 times worse in his head. Anyway, some guys come past, he's letting his kid on a scooter and all this type of stuff and goes, just let your kid stop and have a rest if that's what he wants. I said, mate, just stick to your own business anyway. Finn looks at me and goes, what the f***? That no. <laughs> She's running in front of us and start giving me the finger behind him. Oh, I didn't have the, the beep ready. Right. <laughs> Edit it out. That's, that's toned. That's toned. <laughs> But, like, our mate's giving us a finger as he runs off and Finn's like, oh, that guy's a no, no, no. And I said, yeah, well, you show him. Show him that, you know, that you can do this. And off, yeah. he, off he went. And yeah, he used that and he beat the guy. Yeah, there you go. And he used that as motivation. I said, see, you can do it, you know. So you got to pick up those little things as you go along. But I just look like a terrible parent. <laughs> sitting there behind my kid just pushing Dummy him along. Dummy dockage. The, yeah. 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 <laughs> Worse, <laughs> but you know, it, it, you, you, it is you've got way. to know your kids as well, yeah. and you sort of got to ignore what yeah. other people have to say to you about um, if you're you know, because otherwise, you never would do stuff with your kids. And I don't think I ever ran 5k as a kid, I certainly did cross countries and stuff yeah, like that, so maybe, maybe three, three, 3k, yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. I ever ran yeah, five, so five. it is a long, long way for these oh, kids, so and they're I, doing well. I think we forget sometimes, yeah. You know, yeah. I'll plot out and you know, I look back and go, like, I, you know, you go out and do 10ks, most of my runs are 10ks or more, yeah, and not many of them are. A five or something anymore, but um, you do. You look back and you go, far out. Ten k's is a long, a long way. Oh yeah. The worst thing I did was when we went to do the marathon was actually work out how far that was. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, oh. And then when I'm, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. And then like every so often when I was having a down moment during the marathon, I was like, oh crap, I'm only at the Gateway Bridge, <sighs> you know, or something like that. So you know, it's 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 what's in your head. But mm, definitely it's, is. It's, it's crazy, eh? Like. At the start, we're talking about like what times we're sort of dragging out for five k's of parkrun. Like I can't remember mine, so <laughs> I, I can't. I can't tell you anything. Really? But so I don't. I'm sure I don't, I don't, I don't, don't, I don't think it was like you thirty-two don't or over thirty-one. <laughs> like that. That's that's fast. That's you know, fast. Like mine was forty-three. Kids, yeah, thirty-two. I think thirty-one was, first ones. That's pretty good. I think mine was about twenty-seven. But I'd been running into like my, yeah. my yeah. training plan for lose, for doing the the interval session was to get fit, and it was all intervals. Yeah. Like it was four minute intervals, three minutes off. Yeah. And that's, for me, the lucky thing about that session was the fact that I was super fit. Like I was, I was, you like, are super I was fit. really fit after that. And that's just carried on, you yeah. know. So, um, yeah. It was one of those things. So when I started and did my first park run, even though I was 26, I was way fitter than what I, you know, I'd had 16 weeks of that mm. three times a week. Mm. That's awesome. Well, guys, we're here with Alan and John and Alan Scanlon talking all things about running, especially when it comes to the work-life balance. Boys, any other strategies or any other tips that you could um, enlighten us with that sort of um, 
I know we've already talked about a few things already. Um, is there anything else that you think that um, would be a benefit to our listeners when it comes to trying to create this work-life balance in our own sort of training regimes? I think you're going to enjoy it. Like, you're going to enjoy it. If you don't, if you're not, enjoy, like, you you know, you got to have your goal as to what you're trying to get out of it. You know, like you said, John, it's to try and keep fit. Now, same thing. For me, it's to keep fit, enjoy <coughs> it. I've, I've always got that thing in the background that I'm going to put weight back on. Mm, um, the same, yeah. You know, and, and all that type of stuff. So, you know, I know that I have to do exercise to, yeah. to try and do that. And it allows me to eat what I want. You know. Oh, exactly. That's so, <laughs> you know, that's what we do. You know, I don't go as crazy as what I used to. Like, been nothing yeah. for me to sit down and eat a packet of Tim Tams in the past. Now I'll have one and that'll be it. You one know. packet, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, but yeah, it, it's funny like that. Like yeah, my, my gives, you a budget, gives you a budget for food, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. But you you do, you need to enjoy it. You and you need to find those things in exercise that mm. makes you enjoy it, that wants you to go out mm. and makes it, purposeful for you to go out because oh, it's definitely. easy it's easy yeah. when you're busy with the kids yeah. to go, leave it i won't do it and then you know the next thing you know it's two or three weeks down the track that yet you haven't done anything just because of life you mm. know and then you go oh i'm missing it oh it's too cold it's the middle of winter oh, i'm not definitely. going out and i think that's mm. where like running with a group or running with people yeah knowing that someone else is there it's so much easier to get up and run with the group than it is to run up run yeah with, definitely like go oh i've got to go for a 10k run on my own today mm. especially but, like early mornings in winter <laughs> in black winter. yeah <laughs> knowing yeah. that people are yeah. there is massive yeah, uh, yeah definitely I yeah I, I i just think i think not like having goes back to the goals again i think i think a lot of people just have these goals which are normally tailored to just events or something that's why yeah, they do it that's why I, yeah. I think i think as long as you have a reason why whether it's fitness whether it's stress relief whether it's just maintaining general well-being i, I think that should be the bigger picture it's just being healthy at the yeah. end of the day yes. these little goals and events they're Our just tools. good little achievements you know yeah. mm. but you're not doing it for that only you're doing it just to be healthy okay. for the yeah, long yeah. term and exactly. i think i think that's the big problem that a lot of people get into yeah. they hit they flog themselves so hard to get these achievements mm. and then they fall apart and mm. then you might not see them for two years and then yeah. they go back and do that again yeah because that was their main thing yeah so yeah so for me that's that's probably a big big factor yeah i love the stress relief yeah that it brings yeah you know yeah. Uh, you're in the zone. You're doing your own thing. Yeah, I mean, you probably oh, know definitely. that. Riding to mm. and from work. Mm. I mean, my poor bike cops it if I've had a bad day at work. <laughs> <laughs> my poor bike cops it most of the time. Like, oh, even worse if I if I get on and ride home. You know, after a day where it's just been been ridiculous or something, yeah. you just take it out on the bike. You get mm. home and you're a better you're you're a better person for that at the I end because you're I'm not a, taking it out. Yeah, I think I'm better so. at work because of exercise mm. and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, yeah. But getting back to your point about goals, like, yeah, I think it's uh, goals are important, but it's a tool as part of a bigger picture. So I, you set series of goals just, you know, mm. to keep the consistency there and go, right, I, this then forces you to, you know, keep some sort of structure. Yeah, yeah. correct. And, yeah. You know, re- regularity. Exactly. So, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I'm That's great, guys. That's some really good strategies in, in the sense of trying to create that work-life balance that we all, you know, aim towards. Let's get on to injury. I think it's a, this is a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to push it on to the injury now. Alan, Specific, Alan, specifically groin injuries. <laughs> <laughs> groin Simba. It's supposed to be happening, but it hasn't happened as yet. 
<laughs> and I'll put this to John, obviously, because John, um, being a physio and, and owning his own business and sees a lot of injuries come through his door. What are some of the most common injuries, John, that you see that runners come up with? Come in with, sorry. First of all, just just letting you know, I'm going to get paid for this. The link is up there. We'll have John's um, proactive studio. What's the proactive? Proactive therapy. Proactive therapy. Uh, We'll have have the link to his website in uh, in the description. Okay, so what's the most common running? Yeah, what do you think? What what, what do you see? It... it (laughs) (laughs) That's only a condi. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I thought we were just talking about condi. (laughs) Overuse injuries is probably the big thing. So overuse is just basically an injury where you're just using your body constantly and flogging yourself. Don't take care of it and just expect it to get better and better and work harder and harder as you get fitter and fitter. Okay. So so those could be like ITV problems, which oh, is definitely. you know structure on the side of the thigh. Mm. And a lot of people get that pain on the front of the knee or side, <laughs> side of the knee, you know, like Never calf problems. Alan, Alan mentioned it before, Achilles. That's Achilles. a big common one as well. And a lot, it's, it's, it's interesting because a lot of these injuries are not even evident at the start. But when it comes to like a month before the, those mm. major events, they all sh- come out. Come out. Yeah. And, and I think if you realize, people realize how much work you've put in getting to that point. Oh, definitely. Like I was, yeah. I was shocked getting to the marathon at how much – how many K's and stuff? Oh, for sure. Doing. Like we were, like we were doing some. Like looking back now, you go far out. That was huge. Like you're hitting sixty K's a week or something. Like that. And at the point, I was still riding to work, so I was still hitting two fifty, three hundred K's. Yeah. And, and and the thing with these injuries is like you know that they, they don't sound big. Like they're not like fractures. They're not like you rolled your ankle. You're not ripping tendons. You're not ripping muscles. But these are the injuries that are developing like slowly over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can say, oh, that's what I did. Exactly. Yeah. So what I tell most most people when they come in with this type, those overused type of injuries is you've got to realise that you might be feeling it right now, but this injury's developed over the last three, four, five, six months. Wow. So how you perceive mm-hmm. the rehab is that you've had an injury for three to five, six months, not just last week, you know. So you ain't going to get fixed straight away, which is, <laughs> which is the hardest thing. That's all Four years for comedy. Four years for comedy. You're not going to get better at one physio right. session. Yeah. No sympathy for uh, me, my injuries. <laughs> I, I always think if they realise that, then that's good. My rule of thumb is always like to fix an injury properly. And, and this is not a fact or anything. This is not like something that researchers come out and said, this is, this is what's happened. This is just what I've identified through experience. So... Especially with overuse injury, if you have, if you, if you had the injury, you know, we assume that you come in and we assume probably you've had the injury for three, three months based on your history and what we ask. That's probably going to take that time at a minimum in rehab to get better. Mm. Okay. And as long as people realize Mm. that, then that's good. That doesn't mean that they can't run train, at all yeah. or train mm-hmm. that just means that for them to get back to where they were optimally mm. prior to all those injuries it's going to take that time but it's just a modifier mm. so i think the big thing with physio is people just get scared like that you go to a physio and he's going to say don't do anything exactly sit sit down stretch out you can't run anymore that's it i think i think some physios may say that but that's just dependent on what strategies they they like to undertake but I like to be just just active with your rehab, so it's just modifying really, as such. Sort so. of dropping the intensity to some degree. Yeah, like, drop, drop intensity. Drop the case or? Yeah, well, first well, of all, most people just don't do any rehab. 
Yeah, so, exactly. So it's like it's like like a car. You're just using your car, just drive it thousands, hundred kilometers, and never get a service. Eventually, it's just going to break down. Yeah. And yeah. when it breaks down, there's going to be quite a few things that we're going to need to fix, and it's probably going to be major. Yeah. That's the same thing with the mm. body. If you don't do those regular services, then which could be like treatments or massage or whatever, then mm. you're gonna have problems. But long story short, you just gotta do some of those stretches, your foam rollers and stuff like that mm. in general. So unfortunately there's no reset button on your body. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it takes a lot longer to get better after afterwards. So what's your, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Al, what's your history with injury? I know you've sort of um, had a few in your I have, running career. And, and yeah, and it's, you know, just yearly, yearly. <laughs> Something will come up and usually just before a big event kind of thing and it's about that load, you know, loading up and getting to that event and it's overuse and um, whatnot. So last year uh, was a big one, um, really pushed hard and, um, yeah, just before like an, an attempt at a half marathon. That's right, I remember that, yeah. Uh, yeah, got a uh, like uh, a hip injury, went and saw John and did rehab and remediation and then, you know, got back on the road and then hamstring a few, <laughs> a, few <laughs> a little while later and that, that hamstring one was a, a bad one. That was um, not a specific incident, sort of, you know, it was one day at like – um, runner's jam interval session that it sort of twigged but it twigged. wasn't wasn't like a snap or pop or anything like that mm. but it was a classic overuse injury and i got my half marathon done um in sort of a little bit of sufferance um great time too wasn't set it? of pv yeah, yeah mm. so that was yeah hit the goal for the year but then yeah that was out of action then for three or four months running wise i just stopped running like you know did other things cycling gym all that sort of thing but just laid off the running and mm. you know eventually got back Still doesn't feel a hundred percent. I was going to say, how's it feeling now? <laughs> you know, now you know? As I'm loading up again for future, you know, runs that I'm doing. Sort of, it's a little bit there, and I've got a few other little things going on that I've seen John a couple of weeks ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just a balancing act, you know. And my body biomechanically, you know, is not perfect, um, and I've got to do more in the stuff like the stretching and, and strength. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I do a, a little bit. You know, um, I think I can get. Lazy with the stretching side of things. The stretching, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just got to make and the strength happen. work too as well. Yeah, I assume. Yeah, that's yeah. not a gym work. Yeah, I do. The, well, I, I do. I do, 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 I do a bit of gym work. Um, I'm a big advocate for like doing legs at gym and all that sort mm. of stuff. But uh, yeah, stretching can you know well, fall definitely. by the wayside. Yeah, I think I think the most underrated thing in performance, especially in running, is the lack of strength work that people do. It's all in people's mind, to get better as a runner, it's all about running, running, running longer, running faster, running as often as you can. And if you're not running, you're just going backwards. That That's just – that's the big um, – I, I That's think the big myth, isn't it? That's the big myth and, mm. and I see it every day. Mm. They always come in and they're like, oh, i got to run. i got to mm. run. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my fitness. And both, both Allens – Maybe can't do as well. Maybe me, maybe me too. <laughs> like they both do strengthening, and I think that is mm. so underrated. Mm. Yes, it, it's, it doesn't look like it's got anything associated with running, mm. but just developing stability. Yeah, and so the body's just a lot more efficient. Mm. You know, mm. you know, you're not moving around and just wasting energy. You, mm. You'll see some runners that that can run really well, but you mm. can see like their body mm. head positions always changing as such. So if you just tighten up a little bit, it just saves you so much more energy. That increases performance in itself, mm. you know, because you just got more energy. Mm. 
um, and, and adds power. So I think, I think that's really like, that's a big thing I think as, as runners that we should try to sort of focus Get on. Get a gym really. membership, do legs or do legs yeah. at home. Yeah. That's I've, I've noticed a massive <clears throat> difference. I wasn't a huge, you know, for me losing weight, running, riding was everything I did. Yep. You know, yeah. and if you weren't doing something cardiac, then you weren't sort of doing something yeah. you would make sure you keep the weight off. And, you know, I'm a nurse. I thought I knew my body, thought I listened to it, did the stuff <laughs> that I did. Um, not as good as a physio, obviously, yeah. but um, I thought I knew stuff. Mm. Um, and you'd do things. And then, uh, like the last five, seven Ks of my marathon, when to turn the top corner, my leg. I mean, I was managing something yeah. going in. Yeah. As most people are, you know, they say the one goal getting to the marathon is actually getting to the start line, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, that's the first goal that's of the marathon life. is mm. to to get there. But, you know, turning the top corner, legs sort of buckled out from underneath me, yeah. and seven Ks to go, and I'm going, come on, it's only just a park run, you can do this. You know, that was the hardest park run I've ever done, you know, in my <laughs> life. But, yeah. you know, and you, you, you're charging back. If it wasn't for people being there supporting you, you probably wouldn't have been, got there. But, um I left it, you know, and just sort of said, ah, it'll get better, it'll get better. It's just post-marathon sort of thing and it, and it wasn't. Um, saw John. Took a long time, eh? Yeah. Mm. Ages. But I'd been, like, I'd been going to the physio a couple of times saying, oh, yeah, but never really took the strength thing seriously. Yeah. No, no, I've got to go out and run. That power to run or do cardiac yeah. is so strong oh, yeah. to just pull you into that. But, mm. no, nah, strength is, you know, not um, there. But doing strength, I've been doing strength now for, what, since the beginning of the year, yep. um, really working hard on core, and it's it's a massive improvement. Like mm. ITB's looser, Hammy's looser. Yeah. I actually have a have a butt, so it doesn't hurt when I ride the bike it, it, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy because like this is Alan Scanlan I'm talking about. Like he's like I look at Alan like a year ago compared to now, and it's just. The difference in the in the running style and the stability mm. is is oh, crazy. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I just look, he just looks so much more stable. But I, I it's, mm. and I'm not seeing like when Alan came to me, I didn't see him. I'm not seeing him regularly. Like a lot yeah. of his self managed yeah. sort of yeah. stuff. You know, I'll get a tip from John. It's sort of, it's sort of like yeah, okay, I'm not going to make as much money. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> but but like it's it's. People, people think, oh, they just end up going and see the physio all the time. It, it isn't. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've seen Alan a handful of times, mm-hmm. set him on a program. He was just dedicated enough to sort of go from like sort of semi-consistent to like a little bit more consistent. I, I'm seeing results now. I'm yeah, going to get yeah, a lot more consistent. Yeah. And the running's better. And there's no ITBs on as bad. No. Hip flexors on as bad. Mm-hmm. So it's it's crazy just doing some yeah body I do, exercises. I do this stuff. I mean, we've got the Wii it carried over and you do the body test on the Wii and it's got that stability thing um, where yeah. you stand there on it. Yeah. And it's funny because mine went from like something stupid like 30% before yeah. and it's now consistently 60% sort of up that high stuff. So you, you sort of don't think it's much, mm-hmm. but just the ability to stand there and actually hold your core, hold your butt, you know, and, and tighten it. I couldn't do that like John yeah. didn't even feel it. He's going, no, you're doing your hamstrings, you idiot. <laughs> and here am I thinking, working for weeks and weeks and weeks thinking I'm doing it. Like, not yeah. that long. But I've been doing stuff thinking, oh, yeah, I'm seriously working my butt. <laughs> John, feel, I can't, are you actually doing something? No, <laughs> that's your hamstrings, you know. And I go, oh, man. It's like a month later. That's right. Mm. What have you been doing? <laughs> My hamstrings are really strong now. It's all right. Yeah. But, but once you get going on that, and when, and that's John changed a few exercises, and we got going yeah. and targeted the, the 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 glutes and stuff a lot more. Yeah. And it just tenfold difference. Like I can feel the difference. I'd finish a run and be sore. Mm. You know, like I did. 
10 k's out there this morning and I didn't take it easy Yeah, and I didn't feel a thing. And then I went down to help my parents move house and all this type of stuff where before I just standing still, my back yeah. would be sore, mm. you know, sometimes. But so now it makes a massive difference, that strength work, I think. Yeah. And, and I'm not just on core, like I'm doing arms <laughs> exactly. and legs. Yeah, exactly. Like I was going to say, like, you know, like, yes, the, the upper body is just as important. Like, mm. you know, obviously, yeah, like, you know, it doesn't look like much in running, but it, it, mm. it's it's this whole unit. you got to look at the body as a, as a one unit. Mm. You know, like if one doesn't – one area doesn't work well, mm. there's going to be an offset somewhere, okay? So, so you have to sort of try to train the whole body. And when we talk about training, we're not talking about like, okay, here, here's 20 exercises that needs to be done. Like Alan's probably only going to do both. Alan's only going to do a handful of like rehab-based exercises. That's all it takes. But it's just, it's just, it's just doing that regularly. That's it. Like running. You want to get better in running? You got to be regular with your running. Yeah. Want to keep healthy? The same thing. So, Mm. yeah. So Mm. it you don't actually need to do a lot of exercise (laughs) to actually get awesome. Yeah. So that's that's probably the bottom line. Mine were mine were twenty minutes before I went to bed. That was what I started off with doing. You know, and I did your strength stuff. work. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I like I I was surprised at how you know how weak I was. You know, do mm. core and stuff like I couldn't even do a plank. You know, and I had to do it on my knees, <laughs> and like I could <laughs> stretch hard. Yeah, but <laughs> I was doing it on my, anyway, I was doing my knees for like ten seconds, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I sound like I'm having a baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and now it's nothing for me to do three yeah. planks a minute, push Easy, more than yeah. a minute. You yeah. know, I'm not saying they're easy, but you know, like you, you're doing that type of stuff, you're just that constantly cool. pushing, yeah. doing, doing more, and it, it's amazing the, the difference it makes. Yeah. And if Connie actually did it, then oh, he, then he, he might get some result as well. Yeah. He wouldn't have any groin issues, would he? <laughs> yeah, so i just got to get consistent. You know being strong oh. stops you getting the flu as well. Exactly. <laughs> Two other things I'd sort of say um, just about strength work. And I noticed a huge difference when I started doing legs. Like I'd go to the gym and do like, like a bro, just the upper body stuff. And then, you know, I started doing legs and it actually made a huge difference to the running performance all of a sudden, mm. like slice time off. And it was, you know, just a, you know, a multiplier. Mm. Um, and then, you know, getting back to the hamstring injury I had last year, like it probably isn't a coincidence it happened during COVID and like the gym was closed and all that sort of stuff. And I was kind of like reduced the focus on strength work and I was like, you mm. know, just like running, running, running. It was kind of just, you know, asking for trouble. So, yeah, that set me back a long way. Mm. So. How is it now, Al? It's it's okay. Um, yeah. I've got a few things going on the right right side that, mm. I, that I'm working on, all related <laughs> to you know hip flex, <laughs> hip flexors and ITB and stuff like that. So, but more I think to do with flexibility than than strength um, and learning how to activate glutes. Mm. If, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Activating that glute. Oh, activating that glute. Yeah, that's, that's a- super important. Mm. Yeah, you know what a simple tip is to to sort of. Do a self-assessment, you know, um, of maybe where you might be weak in. Um, you, if you, and I've probably done it to all of you guys. You know, like get you to stand, arms across your chest, crossed, stand on one leg mm. and do a few squats on that one leg. Mm. Perfect. The perfect sort of position will be like that sort of upside down, sort of L shape. Like the yeah. hips don't drop, the knees don't buckle in. If most people did it, like right now, and did the side to side different, you will see <laughs> one side just completely maybe fold in, and <laughs> that that's that gives you a really snapshot of what happens in 
that one time you, you stride out and put the pressure on that one leg yeah. when you run. Now imagine that like a thousand times when you're doing a run. Mm. That's that's why you're getting damaged. So so once you figure that out, you sort of know, oh, that's why I'm getting sore on that side mm. and just do the exercise. But, yeah, going back to the, the glutes, the activation. The glute super, activation. Super, super important. Like we, we talk about getting strong, but mm. from a physio point of view, we're also big on what muscles activate and when. So it's not about just getting this muscle to be really strong because if it's really strong but it just activates like 20 seconds later than when it should, should have, it doesn't really solve a problem, you know. Mm. If that muscle needs to activate straight away, then it's really important to reteach that, okay. So there's a bit of that sort of training the brain to get the right muscle patterns working um, in general. And I think that's why we push, well, that's why in particular I push sort of a lot of the glute sort of strengthening and, and activation type of exercises. Oh, definitely. Oh, look, I know myself. It's it's a really tricky thing to do, isn't it? That it, it's glute, a tricky thing, yeah. Because it sort of seems unnatural. Yeah, it's a very know? mental thing. Yeah. So I think I think I think as long as you think about what you're trying to do, and in the sequence how you're trying to do it, I think that is a good step to sort of breaking down that concept. I think just getting fixated on like making sure that's done properly and it has to be done like hundred percent. I think that's where other people sort of get into a bit of problem because. They'll just see that as I'm not achieving a, I'm not achieving that exercise as well. Why well, I'm going to do it? I'm just who cares about it? I'll, I won't do it, and they just don't get better. So mm. I think just going through the process, following a process, just helps mm. in general. So it's hard to see the strength. <laughs> it's not something where you don't like you don't yeah. see the time really. Like you don't go, oh, that was oh, directly related to strength, yeah. you know, or I actually know I can lift more or something like that. Yeah. Like you, it, it's it's really hard to measure. Yeah, but um, it goes back to that overuse injury again. Yeah. Like it takes that overuse injury took time to get to mm. that point. Mm. It's going to take time to see the benefits of you doing that exercise. Yeah. You know, mm. so I think mm. as, as long as you get that in your mind, then that mm. it's not an acute injury. It's not going to like I'll do this for like a week and then I'm going to feel better and mm. all of a sudden it's going to mm. happen. It's mm. going to take months, but you'll see the the performance, the little performance improvements. Maybe you're running a little bit further without that discomfort or maybe you're sort of recovering a lot quicker than what you used to. You know, they're, they're positive things that I think we don't take don't into account. To- we're, we're a bit sometimes maybe obsessed with mm. pain versus yeah. no pain. Mm. Like if you have pain, then that it's, means just you you're not hard. progressing. <laughs> if you have no pain, that means you're, you're fixed, which is not really yeah. an accurate sort of – Diagnosis, uh, yeah, of yeah, of, of improvements, yeah. I guess. You know, like maybe you don't have pain for like two days. You know, like mm. you know, if you if yeah if you did a run, you had pain for three days, and then two weeks later you have pain only for one day. That's an improvement. You know what I mean? Like mm. that's good. Yes, you have pain still, but that's an improvement in your symptoms in general. So, I think that obsession sometimes just sort of really gets. Mm. Gets people a bit down. So a, when you say overuse, yeah. you know, I struggle a little bit with that because yeah. obviously there's, you know, different levels and there's people who are out yeah. there training for marathons and ultras and, and, and then you've got me who's not running anywhere like that. Is it overuse based on an incorrect, you know, incorrect sort of stride pattern and things like that? or you know, Yeah, that can be part of it. I think in, in the simplistic term is it's overuse because when everyone starts um, exercising, 
um, everyone knows that you got to stretch and everything like that. So we're all we're all at that same point. So I like to show a graph where you got time at the sort of the the x-axis and then sort of intensity um, on the y-axis. So when you start training at the start, you're both at the same point. So you, you you're taking you know you might do like say let's just say hypothetically like it takes you forty minutes to do a five k run. So it's mm. pretty easy. And then so you do a stretch for that. But then as they get better. They're still doing the same amount of stretch as what they did at the yeah. start, and then they go better, and they're still doing the same amount of stretch. Yeah. So now yeah. that those two lines are quite yeah. far so it's apart, the balance of stuff. So I, I see that as the line, uh, the the space of where the potential of injuries yeah. increase. Yeah. So if they increase the stretches yeah. with the demand of all or strength exercise with the demand of their yeah. intensity, okay. then then I think um, they've got a better chance of managing their. Yeah, the injury. Okay. So we'll always get it. You always get injury. Like it's just. Yeah. How can you not get an injury? <laughs> how can you not get an injury? Like you're using your muscle. You're always going to get some sort of aches and pains. But yeah. that's probably the classic way of explaining what an overuse yeah. injury okay. is. Not matching it with. And the, yeah. yeah, and then that's and then like, yeah, then we can sort of break it down and go, okay, how can we improve your, you know, like mm. your strides and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I, I probably don't get into that type of type of level because it gets really technical and, and you know like you say oh you know have a high cadence and this is what you want to hit and all of a sudden they're trying to <laughs> trying to run to that and it just stuffs them up so yeah. i try to keep it simple really i think it's really hard to change your gait and all that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. like it's, you're born with what exactly. you're born with and yeah. that's it kind of you can focus like on cues and, yeah. and things like that but yeah to change it completely oh. yeah because you've got a certain gait alan yeah. And, yeah. and and it works for you yeah so like I hate seeing photos of it. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but yeah. when you come and see, like when, when you ever come and see me, I my thought is never to change yeah. that up a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm. that's worked with you for so long. Yeah. Um, and if we change other things, maybe naturally it will sort of manifest and improve it in, in little little yeah. bits and pieces. Yeah. But um, I think the goal is if someone's function been okay, like go with that. Like go with the flow. Especially yeah, if it's on. been good for the last like 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Like, because you see that all the time, though. Like, you're rerunning along and somebody passes you and they, <laughs> what the hell is that? You know, like, they've got the most weirdest running style or gait and stuff like yeah. that. And you go, oh, my God. But some of them are fast, but it works for them. It works for and them. Yeah. They, they're they not, you know, it just, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, there there is a whole, whole big benefit of improving the gait. Mm. But I think it's not the first and foremost thing that I'm sort of looking for. I think um, your, in yeah, general, your strength and flexibility definitely. will also determine your gait yeah. as well and limitations. Yeah, exactly. Like a, and I yeah. think that will then progress to a mm. change in gait rather yeah. than just focusing on saying, okay, you need to stretch out more, mm. you know. Mm. Lift your knees. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yeah. So It's all that stuff about what you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck sort of thing. You know, make these small changes, you yeah. make these bigger improvements in this this area yeah. sort of thing. Or you change your gait, you might get yeah. two seconds or if you build your strength, you'll get 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. What about, uh, the, what about the notion of shoes? I know it's, it's a whole oh, another topic. A what? You can't have shoes. enough. Shoes. I love shoes. I love you shoes. can't have enough. You can't have enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, we and, can and talk about this all day I know, long. I'm not going to talk about it all day. <laughs> my favourite are black. Contra- yes, that's right. What's that? And my favourite are white. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my white shoes. I don't wear them. They get too dirty. Dirty. Yeah. And their contribution, you know, to injury or injury prevention possibly. Yeah, I, I think number one is strength, exercise, 
flexibility. That's your number one. That's mm. the thing that you want to control. Because at the end of the day, if you just rely on shoes by itself to fix up all mm. your biomechanical problems, every time that the shoe's off your feet, then you're going to have problems, essentially, mm. if you think it in that way. So by improving any deficits over time, I think that's the first and foremost. I look at shoes as just an assistant, something that's just going to help the overall rehab of your of your injury in general. So, um, I mean, we can talk about the shoes all day long, like I said. <laughs> but um, I, I think I think for me, I think Ange and I we're sort of uh, we've done a bit of training now with like running and running clinics and running rehab and stuff like that. And I think. I think I think the big thing that we're probably identified with, I guess, shoes is mm. the amount of support now that it provides. You know, like s- some of the soles are massive, mm, mm. Um, some of the soles are stiff, and it's so uh, it, it's it. You don't get the feedback from the ground through the feet, which is important to help with stabilizing the hip and that's a that's the most important thing so i think shoes are now gone to a lot more bigger stiffer more it's everything's about cushioning and softening the loads through the joints and stuff like that so works for some people which is good and i think as long as it works for you there's there's probably no big reasons why you should change as such um i've, I've sort of gone to more shoes that are like less i want to say less supportive but they're sort of not as um the shoes are, are just, like, oh yeah, I retract that. It's probably less supportive overall, yeah. these shoes. You just feel a lot more. The soles are a lot more thinner and stuff like that. I wouldn't say it's like barefoot type of running, but. You're talking about your ultras? Yeah, that, ultras yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So those type of shoes, they, they have a certain, like, you know, a consistent vertical yeah. height across yeah. there. So, so they're not going to encourage you to just go onto your toes and push forward. You've actually got to do that yourself right. you know yeah. and it's that feedback then that stimulates all the hips so um i'm, I'm big for that type of yeah, thing okay. um and we've, we've we've put it on clients like i've never sort of forced shoes on clients i just said like they've always asked like hey like what do you like i've got all these problems i like, have you any shoe recommendations I'll, I'll say like look you know these are the ones that we sort of tried you can go and try them out but like with shoes you never know if they're going to work or not work as such. But I go with, I guess, a less supportive type of um, Shoe. shoes mm. compared to the, the traditional brands like, mm. you know, the big brands out there, mm. you know, they're, they're quite big and supportive. So, yeah. Are, are you seeing more injuries, you think, because of these super shoes or anything? Are, are you noticing anything? So you Yeah, I, I think... Any specific th- type of injuries? You know, I think these, these shoes... Yeah, I think these shoes... With the carbon plates and the, super, <laughs> the ones that I love, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just sound so cool, man. They yeah. do. You know, so yeah. you just want to wear them anyway, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Just, yeah. But I think what they do is they, you just rely so much on it now. You know what I mean? Like, like the shoes does so much now these days. You know, they're so expensive and they do so much and they got so much tech in them mm, now. That they do. If, they've, if they're doing so much for you, then the reliance of the body to do anything is, is naturally going to be a lot less. So... People are going to be able to push harder and and get faster, mm. um, but not necessarily from strengthening up their bodies, but just working with this technology that's actually you know allowing them to go to that next level. And then we see injuries mm. after that. 
Okay, so the shoes will just take them to the next level and then we see injuries. Um, and then we got to break it all down again and go <laughs> from there. But yes, uh, in, in terms of performance, these shoes can, I'd say, probably push one's performance a little bit more than maybe they should in a safe yeah. um, well-being type of way and, mm. and probably leads to maybe maybe possibly mm. some, some increased likelihood of getting mm. injured, mm. I'd say. So, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, like going back to the gate and everyone's got their own gate. Like if it works for you at the end of the day, it works yeah, for you. And if you don't have you. any problems, that's fine, you know, mm. Mm. Um, in general. So mm. That's great. That's fantastic, guys. Um, I think we're starting to run out of time. That's been a great discussion tonight, hasn't it? Mm. Um, talking all thing about <laughs> work-life balance and, and injury <laughs> uh, and injury prevention with, um, with John um, at Proactive Therapy. I'll have John's... Um, website um, link in the description so you can go check out John's um, proactive therapy business. I want to say thank you guys for um, for sharing your knowledge with us tonight. As much knowledge. And, <laughs> and for our listeners. Wild, wild opinions. Maybe for John. John, there was knowledge. The rest of us was just So we've got Alan Yazarovic, John Newen and Alan Scanlon who have been on our panel too. Night, okay. That's like it, our man. podcast, and we'll come back. That was good. It was fun. I think we'll need to do this again, don't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was we'll, awesome. it was awesome. Mm. Yeah, I think we're going to do this again. I think. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Well done, boys. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye. Thanks, guys, for listening in tonight. Well, whenever, whenever you're listening, it might be during the day, it might be the afternoon, it may not be tonight. If it was me, well, it'd be morning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you're listening, you know. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed our discussion tonight. And um, we'll talk to you all soon. Okay, bye. All right, see you guys. Bye.